standing with the Pledge of Allegiance. Good evening, Mayor, Welcome. Council. Would you bow with me in prayer? Almighty God, we pray for our mayor, our council members, as we lead and guide our great city. Let your favor and blessing be with us, corporately and individually. We pray for our first responders as they serve and protect us. Hear our prayer. Amen. Amen. Johnson? Here. Ms. McClellan? Here. Mr. Riddick? Here. Mr. Smeagle? Here. Mr. Thomas? Here. Dr. Wibley? Here. Mr. Alexander? Here. The motion is to dispense with the reading of the minutes of our previous meeting. Ms. Graves? Aye. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Ms. McClellan? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagle? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Dr. Wibley? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. Mr. Clerk, please read the resolution certifying the closed meeting. The resolution certifying a closed meeting of the Council of the City of Norfolk held in accordance with the provisions of the Virginia Freedom of Information Act. Adopt the resolution. Ms. Graves? Aye. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Ms. McClellan? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smigo? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Dr. Wibley? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. Good evening. For the benefit of those who do not regularly attend uh, the Council meeting, the procedure that we will follow tonight will be first to take up our ceremonial items, and we do have one, followed by public hearings, then we'll vote uh, on uh, the agenda, which will be voted on in a block, consent agenda. For those persons who um, have signed up to speak, you should have signed up uh, prior to 7 o'clock outside in the lobby uh, with the clerk. When your name is called, please come to the podium, state your name and your address, and please limit your comments to three minutes. After the consent agenda, we'll take up a new business, uh, I'm sorry, the regular agenda uh, that will come before the council, and then we'll move into uh, the new business. Again, thank you for being here. Mr. Clerk, we do have one ceremonial item. Yes, sir. Uh, Roy Martin from uh, our library board, please come. Welcome. Good evening, Mr. Mayor, members of the council. Mr. City Manager. My name is Roy Martin. I reside at 1043 Algonquin Road, Norfolk, Virginia. I'm here on behalf of Norfolk Public Libraries as the uh, Chairman and Board of Trustees. I just want to begin, as I always do, in thanking you for your support. Of course, in uh, a city of readers, we always need our branches, not only for the library books, but the community engagement that we entail in those branches through technology and just civic engagement. So I wanted to provide some updates. In a time where we do see a lot of urban cities, urban uh, municipalities decrease their branches in Norfolk due to your support, we are increasing them. And three branch updates I'd like to provide to you are Broad Creek. This will be an ankle branch, and it currently is at 28,000 square feet, 58,000 books, and other materials will be on site, along with 50 public access computers, meeting space, rooftop patio, and an engaging children's area. If you haven't gone by recently, uh, just last week, it looked like there weren't even going to be any elevator shafts, and now they have elevator shafts, beams, the whole nine yards. And I hope you join me on the beam signing ceremony, which is next Wednesday, 
March 29th at 11 a.m. Perhaps come, come on and uh, put a quote on the beam so you can uh, be remembered for future generations. Also, the update on the Southside Library. Uh, as part of the Southside Task Force, I'm proud to announce that this is going to be a 12,000 square foot building with 5,000 square feet dedicated to a nature explorium. The nature explorium is an outside learning classroom. So you can kind of think um, a fun space using different areas such as dirt construction materials and uh, also jungle gym and traditional playground elements. Um, it's, uh, it's part of the STEM programming. This will actually be the first one in the state of Virginia. In addition to the usual books and materials, public computers and meeting space will be provided as well. The RFP is expected to go to shortlist this spring and uh, the demo of the Tucker School where it will be located is actually complete. The Horace Downing branch renovations, delays will be keeping uh, the branch closed during the summer breeding programs, but we have staff that have come up with some plans to, to kind of provide the community with some interactive ac activities at the Boys and Girls Center, as well as making sure the bookmobile and uh, what we call the treasure chest that uh, operates the bookmobile when the bookmobile is uh, no longer um, working. We also announced on October 11th through the 13th at the Maine, the VLA conference, that's the Virginia Library Association conference, will be held. Uh, thanks to our partners over in Visit Norfolk, they put out a very nice um, piece for CU Norfolk um, that we're able to get that conference here. Um, we're going to host that this fall. It's going to bring hundreds of library staff, and we submitted proposals for sessions with topics dedicated to advocacy, civility, and libraries as a destination. So this is going to be another opportunity where we can highlight our libraries, our system, and also our city. So again, I want to thank you for your support and, uh, and recognizing libraries and making uh, our system the best, not only in Hampton Roads, but truly in Virginia. So thank you. Thank you, Mr. Martin. Mrs. Graves. Um, I just would like to um, make a mention maybe to someone on staff um, as far as the summer reading with the library over on the south side that there might be an opportunity to partner with the banks at Berkeley. They have some meeting room space that they might be willing to make available to partner with the library so that the children on the south side don't go without books and reading activities during that time um, in the in the summer months because that's just very important to keep kids um, on track so there may be an, a partnership opportunity for that short window of time mm -hmm. in, in conjunction with um, the bookmobile and the other things that are going on so it's they, just something they, to they about. actually have uh, programming slated at the uh, Boys and Girls Club but okay. that would be an addition okay okay Mr. Martin please come Yes, that's true. There will be six or seven programs that are going to be uh, designated for summer reading to pick up the slack there, make sure the South Side is taken care of. Thank you, Mr. Reddick, for right. pointing that out. Thank you. Is there any other questions? I'm sorry I walked away there. Prematurely. Any Good. questions for Mr. Martin? Again, right. thank you for thank you. thank you. Mr. Clerk, IB1. Uh, yes, sir. The next item is receipt of bids pursuant to invitation to bid and notice of public hearing. Uh, uh, scheduled to accept bids for a long-term parking garage agreement with a 20-year term for 145 spaces in the commercial place garage. Uh, Mr. Clark, how many bids have been received? One. Please read the bid and market for identification. The bid is as follows. Crown Center Associates hereby tenders a bid for long-term parking agreement, par uh, garage parking agreement with a 20-year term plus four permitted renewals of five years for the lease of 145 parking spaces in the commercial place garage. 
at 520 East Main Street, and Crown Center Associates adopts the attached Exhibit A terms and conditions of the parking agreement as its bid, uh, which makes specific reference to rental rates and other obligations of the City of Norfolk and the tenant, and Crown Center agrees to be bound by the terms and conditions of the attached exhibit if its bid is accepted by the City. Thank you. Are there any additional bids offered? No, sir. If no additional bids are offered, I declare the bidding process closed. Is there any member of the public who wishes to be heard on this matter? If there's no member of the public wishes to be heard, I declare the public hearing closed. Is there a recommendation from the staff regarding the bid received from Crown Center Associates? Uh, yes, Mayor. We would recommend that the bid from Crown Center Associates LLC be reviewed by staff and a recommendation be brought back to Council at your March 28th meeting. Is there a motion to continue this matter until the next meeting of the City Council on March 28th, 2017, to receive the recommendation of the City staff and to consider the bid from Crown Center Associates? Mr. Riddick? Yes. Dr. Wibley? Second. Thank you. Therefore, is there any further discussion from the Council? Any discussion from the Council? Mr. Kalert, call the roll. Ms. Closed Public Hearing, Ms. Graves? Aye. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Ms. McClellan? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagle? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Dr. Wibley? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. PH1? Public hearing one scheduled for the state to hear comments on a lease agreement with Norfolk Stationery Company for the lease of city-owned property at 103 Grammy Street. Mr. Clerk, no one uh, has expressed to, to speak on this matter. Please call the roll. I have an ordinance approving a lease agreement with Norfolk Stationery Company incorporated for the lease of city-owned property at 103 Granby Street. Dispense with the charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt. Ms. Graves? Aye. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Ms. McClellan? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagol? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Dr. Wibley? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. Mr. Clerk, uh, on the consent agenda, there's a motion to continue C6 until March uh, the 25th? 28th. 28th? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mr. Clerk, motion call the roll. Ms. Graves? Aye. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Ms. McClellan? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagol? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Dr. Wibley? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. And uh, Mr. Clerk, there's a, a motion to move uh, C3 to the regular uh, to the regular agenda. Yes, sir. And is there a, a motion on C2? Did we receive a motion on C2? If not, I do not have. We'll, we'll, we'll vote on the rest of the matters in the block. Mr. Clerk, you can uh, read the, yes, the the block, and then we'll vote. Yes, sir. Approve the consent agenda with the exception of C3. Ms. Graves. Aye. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Ms. McClellan? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagol? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Dr. Wibley? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. And C3 is an ordinance granting a special exception authorizing the operation of an eating and drinking establishment not yet named on property located at 409 York Street. Yes, and there is a speaker. Uh, Mr. Newcomb, you have something to share? Please come. No, I was just All right. So, uh, uh, um, Thomas Dana. Good evening. My Good name is Thomas Dana. I live at 1429 Shenandoah Parkway, Chesapeake, Virginia. I also own a property on York Street at 423 West York Street. It's a three-unit condominium building. And I am opposed to this simply because of the limited parking on York Street. There's only 23 
on-street parking spaces. Several of the buildings, including mine, do not have any off-street parking. And there's a total of seven buildings uh, between Bodictort and and Noah. So all five of those, all seven of those buildings share 23 on-street parking spaces. And I just feel like it uh, would diminish the value of the other properties on the street. I think it would be a danger to particularly my tenants or future buyers of that the building on York Street. If if all the parking spaces are filled, then they're going to have to walk a couple of blocks to the parking garage. And uh, I just think that could be a danger, particularly for a single female who is walking at, late at night. Um, so between the diminished value of our properties and and the safety of the uh, the tenants, there's also a bed and breakfast that uh, is on York Street, and I would think they would have similar concerns about it. So, um, no uh, hard feelings towards Mr. Robinson, but I just think it's a safety hazard, and uh, and would affect the property value. So I ask that you vote against that. Thank you, Mr. Newcomb. Council members, any question for Mr. Newcomb? Are there any other questions from council over this? Mrs. McClellan. I'm sorry. Mrs. McClellan has a question. Um, Lenny, is there, with this uh, new special exception, how does it differ from the last special exception with, the, with regard to parking? There is no difference. This is one of those buildings that basically uh, it's a limited op occupancy to begin with. Uh, we're talking about um, seating of 14 seats indoors, eight seats outdoors. The outdoors are only going to work in the better weather. It's a small facility. It's identical in seating to what was currently operating there previously, which was Machismo. So that has not changed. Um, this is a neighborhood where an awful lot of people support their facilities by walking. Um, and yes, it, it has limited parking opportunities in the area. It will rise and fall on its own in that regard. Dr. Wibley. I was just going to say that to the gentleman that just spoke, um, we addressed this in informal because of your letter of concern. And um, the Civic League in the area does support this. And as Lenny said, this is a area that's already been in use for the same size and the, the capacity is unchanged. I mean, I, I understand your concerns, but I can't imagine that they're going to be any greater than they have been with the present residence or present um, restaurant. Thank you, Mr. Newcomb. Mr. Clerk, call the roll. Dispense with the charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt Ms. Graves. Aye. Ms. Johnson. Aye. Ms. McClellan. Aye. Mr. Riddick. Aye. Mr. Smeagol. Aye. Mr. Thomas. Aye. Dr. Wibley. Obviously, permit parking could also be an option for um, the residents, too, if it does become an issue for them. Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. Mr. Clerk, motion to uh, continue R2 until April 25th. Right. Mr. Clerk, call the roll. I had to do R1. R we just R2. did it. I R1. R2. Continue sorry, R2. to R2. April 25th. April 25th. Ms. Graves? Aye. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Ms. McClellan? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagol? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Dr. Wibley? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. 
Uh, R1. R1 is an ordinance granting a special exception to permit construction of a single-family residence on a non-standard width lot on property located at 9274 Rippert Avenue and by a 6-0 vote planning commission recommends approval. There's no one signed up to speak against uh, this matter. Mr. Mayor. Mr. Uh, Smeagol. I'd like to offer an amendment to the ordinance to allow the 16-foot garage instead of the 12-foot garage. After the meeting with the Civic League, uh, which was requested at your okay. last meeting, the ordinance was revised to reflect the proposal as presented by the applicant. Okay, I just read in your document that it said no. it was attached just in case. No, I understand. Council wants so I didn't know that it had been actually changed in the language. Yeah. yeah. Then fine. Good. Good. Okay. Mr. Clark. Dispense with the charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt. Ms. Graves. Aye. Ms. Johnson. Aye. Ms. McClellan. Aye. Mr. Riddick. Aye. Mr. Smigel. Aye. Mr. Thomas. No. Dr. Wibley. No. Mr. Alexander. Aye. Mr. Clark. R3 is an ordinance permitting Athens LLC to encroach into the right-of-way of Redgate Avenue with a sign. Dispense with the charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt. Ms. Graves. Aye. Ms. Johnson. Aye. Ms. McClellan. Aye. Mr. Riddick. Aye. Mr. Smigel. Aye. Mr. Thomas. Aye. Dr. Wibley? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. R4? An ordinance to amend and reordain uh, Title Section 1 and attached Exhibit A of Ordinance Number 45885 entitled an ordinance permitting 131 Granby LLC to encroach into Granby Street and West Plume Street rights of way at 101 West Plume with existing awnings, cornices, Juliet balconies, and fire escapes so as to include an additional encroachment on West Plume Street described as a blade sign. Dispense with the charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt. Ms. Graves? Aye. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Ms. McClellan? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagol? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Dr. Wibley? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. R5. An ordinance to amend and reordain the Norfolk City Code 1979 so as to add one new section, 42-199.1, permitting certain parcels of property located in the subdivision Crown Point, Section 2, to retain their currently assigned parcel numbers. Dispense with the charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt. Ms. Graves? Aye. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Ms. McClellan? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagol? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Dr. Wibley? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. R6. An ordinance to amend and reordain the fiscal year 2017 compensation plan, ordinance number 46387, so as to adjust the salary of the person serving as interim city treasurer. Dispense with the charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt. Ms. Graves? Aye. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Ms. McClellan? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagol? No. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Dr. Wibley? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. R7. An ordinance rescinding approval of a lease agreement with Attix Post 5, the American Legion Department of Virginia, Inc., for the lease of certain city-owned property located at 903 Wilson Road and repealing ordinance 46739, adopted February 28, 2017. Uh, Mr. Al Stewart, please come forward. Please state your name and your address for the record. Good evening. My name is Alfred Stewart. I live at 4643 Court, Virginia Beach, Virginia, 23462. And I'm representing American Legion Post 5. And at this time, I would graciously ask that we not vote on rescinding the lease at this meeting and that we would be given a chance to meet with the principals 
so that we can discuss the, these, uh, the property uh, attainment. We've been waiting since last July when uh, Mr. Resolute took over and he said with us that the city is proceeding forward with the real estate process of conveyance of the property to post five as part of this process, the city would like to execute a lease with post five before the conveyance is complete. I will send letters of intent for the lease agreement and the purchase contract. I hope to have them to you no later than early next week. And this was July 14, 2016. Mm -hmm. We have not had a chance Address the If I may, mm -hmm. um, uh, this ordinance was passed on February 28th. Right. So it only stays within your jurisdiction for rescission for 30 days. Okay. And my calculation is that would be um, uh, March the 27th. Okay. And, and so that if you continued it to the 28th, you'd be without jurisdiction to mm -hmm. rescind it. Mm -hmm. If you rescinded it, you could always bring it back. Okay. But you, I, I believe you lose the uh, question if you wait until the 28th. So, so Mr. Stewart, the proper motion or the mm -hmm. the motion to uh, rescind, it's probably the, the, the proper motion. Uh, okay. Well, my motion is is to rescind. Uh, Mr. Mia. Thank you. So is there any background on this? Did I yeah, Mr. Smeagol? talked about this. Mr. Smeagol? Yeah, is there any background? On this burner, why, why is this? Did we talk? We didn't yeah, talk. We did talk about it. Oh, that was I that. Can't remember what it was? Yeah, well, can you just remind us? Um, Mr. Riddick probably has the facts Rick. a little bit better yeah. than yeah. I okay. do. Um, we just um, gave the uh, post five uh, a lease, <clears throat> and the a couple of days after we voted to give them this least for maybe a dollar a year, something like that. Uh, I was told that they had um, signed a lease for a, a building out on Glen Rock Road. And so <clears throat> I think that it, it sort of took advantage of us. We paid uh, the post five, maybe $300,000 for this property, you know, I don't know how long ago. And I think I would have felt better. And I think the city would have been represented better had we known that uh, they had a lease in hand to do something, you know, with another company, which we don't, you know, we don't have anything to do, but to come in and, and, and accept our lease for a dollar a year and then, they, you know, walk up and say, well, I also have this lease for whatever it is. Uh, we've been working with the Post 5 and I, you know, I support the Post 5, um, but I think it would have been better if they had come to us and said, well, listen, um, we want to continue to lease this property, but we also have this in mind for whatever reason it was. But just to, you know, take our lease for a dollar a year, whatever it is, a, a no rent. And then to, you know, come back and say, you know. But um, I'm not adverse um, to uh, having a continuance and see if we can work something out with them. 
But we're out of we're out of statute. If yeah. I'm understanding, if we do if we don't vote to rescind it, we we're out of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can't rescind it at our That's next it. meeting. Yeah. Right. But we can all. But we. Yeah. What you're saying is that we can always reinstate it or mm-hmm. or prepare a new ordinance that is just like the one that we mm-hmm. rescinded. Yes. Is that what you're? Yes. Okay. okay. So and we could that. rescind it tonight. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then prepare a new ordinance depending on what the outcome of negotiations right. are to be able to May put I make the lease one, back one into place. <clears throat> and I just want to clarify, we are in no way trying to be deceptive with the city. We've been at this since 2013. In fact, since 2009, when we sold the property to the city, we were grandfathered in. We did not have to sell. But because we've been trying to do in favor of the city all the time since 1970, then we went with this. It has been, we had South Main Street, we had property there. We paid uh, earnest money for that property in, in April. They come back in June and they tell us that they can't sell it to us because they didn't check the agreement that they had when they got the property from GSA. That fell through. Now did, did you get here. that money back? We did. It took a okay. while to get our money back. But, and now we're here at this, and we're trying to go ahead and come to the table and discuss our issues, and we can't get an ear. And so I'm, I'm feeling sort of like we're left out. I'm on the Veterans Affairs Committee for the city of Norfolk. I've been on it ever since its inception. And, and I'm feeling that we're talking about spending millions of dollars to celebrate for the naval base being here for 100 years. We've been chartered in Norfolk for 80 years, and I can't get to sit down and discuss trying to get a building for us to go to. So I would appreciate. Mrs. Johnson, Mrs. Johnson. Sir, when you said that you can't get an ear, what does that mean? Does that mean you've requested meetings? I've been asking, yes. my, my, My link has been Mr. Resolute and Mr. James Rogers. And Mr. James Rogers, and, and Mr. Resolute have to get, I would imagine, permission from somewhere else in order for us to do this. I'm, we're at, I don't know, we don't know what, I don't know what to do because all we can do is ask and we don't get any response. Thank you. All right. Um, um, Deputy City Manager right there, there's your, and yeah. please give him your and information. I'm, I'm not, I, and I'm not criticizing him because he's come in when we're way deep into this and this goes back way before he came on when when uh assistant city manager stanley stein Mm. and i negotiated this agreement from some time ago so it's been a long time back and and we have not been able to get this resolved mr riddick has a motion yeah um i i move that we continue the uh the ordinance, even if it means that we lose the opportunity to have it rescinded. And let's work with them and see what we can do. Okay. Mr. Motion, Mr. Can Clark. Continue generally? Let's yeah, continue generally. generally. Yes, that's the motion. Uh, so there's no second, number one. Number two, what what does this mean, Mr. Uh, Pishko? It doesn't, it, doesn't pay. it means that any change after this would have to be agreed to by both parties. Okay. Okay. You can work with them. Okay. Mr. Clerk. 
Ms. Graves? Hi. Give me a second. I think, I think it was seven. No, you don't. Just he has to call the roll, and he just did. I mean, he just started that. That's all. Ms. Johnson. It's a motion to continue. Aye. Ms. McClellan? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagol? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Dr. Webley? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. Thank you, Mr. Stewart. Thank you. And thank you for your service. Mr. Clerk, do we have any additional? We have, all right, Mr. Mayor, uh, and that is an ordinance to repeal resolution number 1615 and ordinance number 46409 and to adopt rules of procedure for the Norfolk City Council. Dispense with the charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt. Ms. Graves? Aye. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Ms. McClellan? A question um, for the city manager. Uh, I appreciate where we're going with this, and I just want to confirm um, if if one of us were to bring up um, a possible ordinance and wanted to do some additional research with city staff, um, would we go through you for that, or do we have to receive some permission for that, or what's the what's the process? So, so I, th I think I think yeah, yes, you go through me um, if you want to get additional research on something, and, and you and I have that conversation. If if uh, you and I disagreed, then I think you'd have, uh, get your peers to, to to agree with you and go down that path. But um, yeah, the conversation that you and I would have. Okay. Uh, aye. Thank you. Mr. Riddick. Aye. Mr. Smeagol. Aye. Mr. Thomas. Aye. Dr. Wibley. I'd like to thank everybody for their hard work on this. You know, after 10 years, they finally know what my rules are here, so I feel a lot better. You have to stay an extra four years. Hey, yeah. Aye. I agree. Did you hear that, Dr. Wibley? Yeah. Right. All right. <laughs> Mr. Alexander. Just announced for re-election. Thank you. Aye. That's all I Mr. Mayor. All right. Uh, this concludes the um, the regular agenda. Now we'll move into our new business. The first uh, person uh, that I have is uh, Colin Seal. Good evening, guys. My name is Colin Seal. I'm a public affairs manager for Griffles. Um, we are a national pharmaceutical company here in the United States, um, and we are proud to say that we are opening a new location here in Norfolk. Um, it is going to be a plasma collection center, which helps support our overall business of manufacturing life-saving drugs, um, such as albumin, which is very well known, especially in a city like Norfolk, uh, and widely used by the military, uh, and for other uh, rare chronic diseases um, that need uh, oftentimes lifetime treatment. Um, we have about 35 people coming on staff. Uh, we have a $3 million initial investment into the city for our build out. <clears throat> and we are excited to announce that um, our business is expected to put about $3.5 million back into the annual economy here in Norfolk. So uh, knowing that plasma can sometimes be widely misunderstood, uh, we like to come to council meetings and announce that uh, we are coming into a city, we are under construction, uh, answer any questions, and also provide information about Griffles, our business, and our expectations here, um, hopefully as a good neighbor in the community. Where are you? We're going to be at 415 North Military Highway. Um, I believe it's a shopping plaza with uh, Planet Fitness, 
Um, there's a tool rent, uh, tool shop next to us. Best Square. Best Square. Best Square Shopping okay. Center. I, I, I sometimes wake up and have to remember what city I'm in. So. It's okay, because Best so Products is we, not there anymore, so it's okay. We, we have 175 locations, and I am one of two people that represent us uh, nationally. So um, I do have some handouts. I can leave them with the clerk. Um, they also have my card. Uh, so if there are any questions, any concerns, um, anything comes up, I always encourage you guys to please reach out to me directly. I'm located right in D.C., so uh, anytime I can get down here, I, I, I love the excuse to come visit. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. You can leave your hand, handouts right at the table there. Perfect. Thank you. Uh -huh. Yes, front, sir. That's good. Thank you. Laura Naismith. In the garden, excuse me, Mr. Mayor, Council. Um, I was, um, I thought I would be back here saying we have a great new dog park policy for the city of Norfolk. Um, but I was told that, um, and, and, a policy and Laura, I know yes. who you are, but for the record, will you please state your, your address for us? Your, your full name and address for the record. My address is 1609 Troville Avenue, Norfolk, Virginia 23505. Anyway, I came on the 22nd and I said that Councilwoman uh, McClellan had some great ideas for a dog park policy because as Meadowbrook moved through the process, the rules and the policy seemed to get changed and interpreted in different ways. So I applauded that and um, still do, and I offered to help to engage um, that great word and that great festival we had to get people involved. So I kept saying, I'll help, I'll help, I'll help. Didn't get any response, um, but then was told by Parks, Recreation, and Open Space that the policy had been developed and we it was not going to apply to Meadowbrook, which does not please me because one of the suggestions was to directly tie the Civic League and the dog park organization together because heretofore some of them had been separate and it, it caused lots of consternation. So I was thinking is if the city policy requires the civic leagues or the neighborhoods to make the decision to say yes or no on the dog park, then they ought to be required to be together and the dog park ought to report to the civic league and the civic league should have overall say in compliance with the city policy. So um, I have not seen this policy that has supposedly been written and that's out there. I would love to see it. Um, I would love to engage. Um, and I would hope that we come up with a policy that is um, going to tie the dog park organizations and the civic leagues, wed them at the hip. Um, I live across the street from it. I can't avoid it. Um, and I love dogs and I get very upset with people that don't keep them on leashes, et cetera. Um, so um, anyway, that's all I wanted to say. I would love to know what the status of the new policy is, please. All right, we're gonna um, have Andrea, but um, Mike Goldsmith in the back and he'll probably uh, talk with you and give you some, <coughs> some assurance. All right, Andrea. Great, Lori, I just yeah. wanted to say thank you. Um, uh, there's no great secret. Um, I actually received a draft copy approximately a week or so ago. Mm -hmm. um, love to have you look over it with us and and, and, um, and Mr. Mr. Goldsmith will give you give you a copy of it yeah got one, got one for you yeah Here it is right here. thank you okay. and then I give my feedback to you to you and I can work together with okay. 
a variety of the of the staff in the city. Terrific. That's Happy to great. do that. I think public input is is valuable, and I think um, will help us all in the long run. Thank you. Thank you. Would the city manager mind sharing that draft policy with all of council members? That would be my pleasure. <laughs> Frankly, Ms. Naismith was nice enough to send an email saying she was coming down tonight, and so we uh, made a copy for her. And what, part of what you'll see in there is really, and, I, and I'm learning still kind of what you all had in place, and, and really a lot of what is changing is really the, the criteria for where you're going to go and what you're going to do. So sure. what you'll see is a lot of highlights that won't necessarily apply to y'all's situation, but, um, yeah, we're happy to put that in Friday's packet so everybody have a copy of it. Okay. Well, I'm just, right. as again, because it's right there, I'm interested in what's going to apply across the street. I can almost spit on it. Um, but just quickly, I will tell you all that the, the fire station, they have started digging up the, the old basketball court, et cetera. Um, things are moving on that front. Um, but it blows my mind this morning, there were two trucks that were taking stuff to the site, and they were about ready to drive right across the park area. You know, this nice, pretty area that we're trying to make a nice public park. And they started with their trucks over the, and I'm not shy. And I went running after them. I said, no, you know, this, you use the streets. Good grief. So anyway, that's how much I care about my neighborhood in my front yard. So I'm delighted with the dog park policy and look forward to reviewing it. Thank you. Thank you, you Ms. Naismith. Good to see you. Good to see you. Uh, Mr. Manager, yes. can we make sure that the uh, rest of the Civic Leagues in the community get a copy of the dog park policy as well? Well, it's, it's not Thank finished you. yet, but at the right time, absolutely. So okay. what you're seeing is a draft. Okay. Well, we get public input from the draft to make sure we get a good final policy. Thank all right. you. Uh, all right, Ryan Chapman. Yeah, welcome. Please state your, your name and address, sir. Uh, Ryan Chapman, I live at 1004 Warinoka Street in Norfolk. I came to speak today about corruption. Uh, when I bought my house, it was $10,000, but now I'm being taxed $44,000. Talked to the city assessor, and he said that since I bought it for such a low price, it didn't matter. And then also, like the treasurer, the builder, are like uh, corrupt, and uh, people don't really trust the city anymore because of all the people being charged with corruption. That's what I came to talk about. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Danny Legin. <clears throat> My name is <clears throat> Danny Lee again. I was out at 3844 Dare Circle. Uh, when I was in here last time, uh, I was asking you to remove uh, Rule 6, uh, Parts A through E uh, of the Rule of Conduct because it basically stripped every citizen of the city of their First Amendment rights, the freedom of speech. Uh, and talking to some of you quickly, uh, I got the quick uh, brush off. We're studying it, which is a nice political youthism, is that, you know, we can talk about it for years and do nothing. So to help you uh, understand uh, why I uh, am requesting this is let me uh, give you uh, some quick overviews of some of the bizarre things that uh, are, that uh, came up in Rule 6. Uh, under Part D, it says that the presiding officer uh, can discontinue someone who is speaking at this podium if it minimizes the significance of preceding remarks. Uh, that kind of a, went over my head. I'm not quite sure how someone coming up here for three minutes uh, would minimize uh, anybody who precedes him. They have their three minutes to express their views, uh, but apparently that is part of the rules. 
Also part of the rules of the presiding officer under Rule 6, Part D, uh, the presiding officer can stop anyone from their presentation if it prevents other topics and viewpoints from being adequately addressed. That one also escapes me. Uh, how do you interpret whether uh, it prevents other topics and viewpoints from being expressed? Uh, that is beyond me. Again, everyone has their three minutes of democracy, uh, so you say in here, uh, and everybody has the right to uh, uh, talk on a topic that they want to and to prevent their viewpoints. Also, it says the presiding officer um, can stop anyone who stands at this podium uh, if he feels uh, that the subject is burdensome to the public, wasteful of the council's time, and disruptive of meetings. First of all, uh, if it's burdensome to the public, the public is not obligated to listen to me. Uh, they have more than enough freedom to walk out that door and say, oh, it's Danny Lee again, again. Uh, I don't want to hear it. Uh, any city employee is not obligated to sit here. And I would point out even city council, if they desire not to hear what I have to say, is more than free uh, to go out the door if they so wish. So I'm kind of puzzled how it would be burdensome uh, or, uh, to the public or anyone else. Wasteful of the, of the council's time. Now that one really, really threw me for a loop. Three minutes, really, every two weeks. That's very, very wasteful. So uh, next week, we'll continue. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Mr. Uh, Greg Underwood. I'm Greg Underwood. I live at 3039 South Lake Bridge Drive in the city of Norfolk. Mayor Alexander, member of the council, Mr. Smith, and Mr. Pishko. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity to address you tonight. I understand that you all are aware of automated phone calls with the same recorded message were recently made to Norfolk residents. The calls registered on the recipient's ID, caller ID screen with the text City of Norfolk and the phone number 757 228-5495. This is a generic phone number for a phone line connected to the administration or operation of the government of the city of Norfolk, which includes city departments and city buildings. Unfortunately, the recorded messages for these calls did not address did not address City of Norfolk business. The recorded message was politically, politically driven and addressed the pending race for Norfolk Commonwealth Attorney. This action was misleading in that it created the appearance that the City of Norfolk as a government entity was endorsing a candidate in the race for Norfolk Commonwealth Attorney and that the city was given its stamp of approval. By use of the city's phone number or phone line for a candidate campaign solicitation, the candidate had access to the city phone number or phone line 
as he is an employee of the office of the Norfolk Commissioner of Revenue. While the candidate has publicly admitted making the automated calls and apologized to, and I quote, city and everyone who got what they thought might be an official call, unquote, I, Gregory Underwood, the current Commonwealth attorney, I'm seeking fairness and a level playing field. Fairness and a level playing field. By respectfully asking you to publicly acknowledge that the city of Norfolk as a government entity is not supporting or endorsing any candidate for Norfolk Commonwealth Attorney's Office in this pending race. Also, I would ask the city of Norfolk to address the inappropriate nature of this matter with the candidate and with his employer. Thank you, Mr. Thank Mr. you very much. Mr. Riddick? Yeah, you know, it's, it's funny how a guy or a person, should I take that back, could do something like that and it comes to my mind how you can't unring a bell. You can do something like that and apologize, but you can't take it back. Uh, and I got calls from several individuals who were offended, you know, by the uh, nature of the call. And then when I found out that it was on a city line, that, you know, became even more perplexing. So regardless of how much this individual uh, apologizes, you can't unring a bell. Yeah, I just, you know, I, I frankly got one of these calls and, and um, sent an email to our city council and to um, uh, Mr. Pichko about it. I frankly do not answer any call unless I recognize it. And I took this call because I thought it was Tracy calling me, frankly. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, I was disappointed, too. I share your concern. Well, thank you. And again, I say all I'm seeking is fairness and a level playing field. And I respect your comments that you can't unring a bell, but what the city can do, they can re-ring the bell and dispel the misperception that you are endorsing a political candidate. We can do that, I think. Thank you. I, I mean, would I can agree. Do that. Yeah, absolutely. I would agree. Yeah. Thank, you. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you Mr. Underwood. The last uh, person to sign up is Michael Muhammad. Good evening, uh, Mr. Mayor and Council, uh, Mr. Manager, Clerk, City Attorney, Michael Muhammad, 1216 Curie Court, Norfolk, Virginia, 23513. This is um, the first time that I've addressed this body of council and you all look good up there and the work that you all are doing definitely echoes um, your appearance. And so I thank you. I've not been able to say that in years past for 20 years or so I've been coming to this dais and dealing with different issues and topics but never have I come on my own personal issue before today and the reason I do so is because for now over a year nearing two years I have been attempting to 
obtain FOIA, via FOIA, documents from um, the school board initially, and then the city attorney's office related to uh, an email or a letter that was sent from the city attorney representing uh, the personal interests of a member of council who is also employed by the school system. Uh, in the course of that, the, the original letter that I sent was November 20th of 2015. Shortly after that, um, there was a lot of correspondence back and forth. I received a call from a Virginian pilot reporter who had asked me had I seen this particular email, which I had not, and told me that I may need to FOIA for it. And when I FOIA'd for the document, uh, after several months of wrangling back and forth over what should be a very streamlined process, I was made to pay for and received FOIA documents um, that were essentially multiple copies of my email complaint to the school board. Um, out of 67 emails, there were a total of 29 withheld under the, the guise of attorney-client privilege. And because the email went to the school board and was related to a school matter and a school board employee, um, I was understanding that, that client to be the school superintendent, board, or employees. Well, on September the 22nd of 2016, I met at length with um, school board superintendent Dr. Melinda Boone and uh, Dr. Kip Rogers, who is the uh, head of academic affairs. Please uh, allow me another minute and I will wrap it up. Well, wrap it up. If, if I may. And in meeting with them, they informed me that they, did, they were not represented by Mr. Pishko Mr. in that I'm gonna, email. I'm gonna let you wrap it up. And I'm, so what I'm asking is that this council, under the guise of transparency, review and investigate whether you all were represented as clients since the school board was not, and if you are not, force that document to be released. It is cumbersome to citizens to have to sue and go through a court process for what should be streamlined under the transparency and FOIA laws that are already written. Thank you. Thank you. All right. All right, that's it. Uh, that's the last speaker. We are adjourned. Thank you.